Little jelly roll here live on Living the Good Live show, live from Dallas, Texas. Next week, the PGA, yeah, the seniors. It's beautiful. PGA Frisco. But before then, we are covering this week's PGA Championship with the flat bellies. Well, most of them are flat, but anyhow, we'll get into that. Maybe talk a little golf with uh, our next guest, Ryan Kramer of the Sports Gambling Podcast. How you doing, man? I love that, the flat bellies. I'm going to start using that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of like this old thing that we've always, I guess, said. I love but it. A lot of things going on. Maybe we'll start off with some of the most vulnerable, you know, reigning division champions from last year. And that was something that I saw the NFL uh, Network talk about a little bit here. Like the Bills, the Vikings, the Niners, Tampa Bay, no Tom Brady. In fact, a lot of these teams have different personnel, too. So as far as those divisions, those champions, what stands out to you? Are they going to repeat or are they going to fall short, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you, you nailed the cut. Like, I think you got to when you're having this conversation, you got to start in the Souths because, like you mentioned, there's just some changing teams, both the NFC South with with. I mean, you look around that division, the Saints, the Bu- the Saints are really the only team that kind of looks the same, but they have a brand new quarterback. Tampa going to have a new quarterback. Atlanta, they have the most continuity. And then Carolina, obviously a whole new team. So much so the wide receiver coach said their room is a, is quote under construction uh, with the absence of DJ Moore. So I think if I'm starting like, like the Falcons strike me as a team that is going to pop up. So the NFC South, I don't think has a repeat victor. The AFC South, we see the Jags are the favorites Yeah, and, and they, they didn't win the division last year. And I think you, you hear, you have, a, you can make a lot of reasons why all of those other teams, the Titans, the Texans, and um, the Colts, all, all young quarterbacks like that it could go pretty poorly. Uh, but coming back to the East divisions, because those are, you know, the AFC East is, is famous for not having any parity until very recently. Uh, NFC East is famous for having parity. No repeat champ in the last 20 years. Right. Uh, Bills, I, I love to fade them. I, I kind of stood on an island last year and said, hey, you know, Josh Allen's curve to success included Brian Dable. And if he's not there and, and Ken Dorsey isn't the same kind of voice in his head, what if he regresses? And so last year, obviously, he played well. But there were moments where you're like, man, Josh is really looking like Josh, where he's kind of loose with the ball. And so I think if anything else, I don't mind looking for reasons to fade them in a division where there's change, right? Aaron Rodgers joined the division and also created another, in my mind, superficial favorite. So, yeah, I think that's a, it's a lock for me uh, that there's a new champ here. I think either Aaron Rodgers and the Jets actually get it done. Wow. Or, boy, do I like the Miami Dolphins as a 3-1 to one dog to win that division. Uh, I mean, no one is talking about the fact that they – I mean, they brought on Bradley Chubb midway through last year. Jalen Ramsey was picked up. They improved the offensive line. They have all the offensive weapons. Tua obviously needs to keep his head right. He's practicing judo, so he learns how to fall better. <laughs> That's the division I circle where I, I say, you know what, this is, this is a division filled with three very good teams and mm-hmm. the Patriots. And I, I, I'm going to bet – I do think the Bills, more than any, like, star quarterback, I think I wouldn't be surprised if Josh Allen has a bit of a, a down season this year and they fall down. Okay, so we'll switch it up a little bit here for all of our Giants fans. Okay, we're fans of Big Blue. But they do have an interesting schedule this year, you know. And I wish I could say or be confident 
that they're going to win their you know division, but I don't think that's going to happen with the Eagles in their way. Although crazy things have happened in the past. Their first week they get to stay home, which, you know, sometimes they've started, especially the season, on the road. So they get to start home, and they're playing the Cowboys. This is a game where I think if they're going to beat the Cowboys, they got to beat them at home. But how much does a home field advantage play here with this particular week? I mean, as a fan of the team, it's almost like we've been better on the road over the last couple decades. Mm -hmm. uh, that being said, from folks that I know that go to the games, there was a different buzz in the team last year. And if you're, again, like this was Brian Dable's first year. I think a lot of folks didn't know what to expect. So now they make the playoffs, they win a game. There's like real optimism about this team. I actually kind of like the the idea that this is a home edge. And the, I, if I had to guess too, the odds makers aren't going to give them that home edge because they've historically not had one. And I also like the idea of catching the Cowboys early in this transitional period as they move to a run-first team without Zeke and probably with a Tony Pollard who might, you know, he, at minimum he's coming off a serious injury and could start the season a little slow. They head to uh, Arizona to play the Cardinals the week after, and then they also go to San Francisco. I think they could, I think they could beat the Cowboys. They could beat the Cardinals if they can go two and zero take a possible loss from the San Francisco 49ers, you know, that's still not a bad start. Now, do the Niners actually fall short a little bit on expectation this season? Well, and remember, this is the this back-to-back -back road spot is something the Giants asked for. They'll be staying out west. Again, we, we see what the culture can do. Uh, if you're watching the Giants' uh, behind-the-scenes off-season documentary, they just dropped a new episode. They were at the roller skating rink together, building more <laughs> chemistry. So yeah. I love the idea of this road trip, and, and you, you buried the lead. It's a Colt McCoy revenge game for Arizona because Kyler Murray won't be back. And then with San Francisco, while they are a great team, it seems like there's a good chance this could be a Sam Darnold game. I mean, we've heard it from Kyle Shanahan's mouth himself. Like, they're glad they're not playing the Eagles till later in the season because they're not going to be whole early in the season. So I think, if anything, it doesn't look good because of all the travel, but if I want to, if I want to catch a new head coach and Colt McCoy early in Arizona, that's fine. And if I'm going to catch Sam Darnold and a Kyle Shanahan uh, self-admitted team that's not going to be ready early in the season, early in the season, that sounds like a good start. So I don't hate this. And then, as you mentioned, like the, the next week they catch Seattle at home, which I know a lot of travel, but you always want to see Seattle at home versus on the road. Yeah, and, you know, they're heading east, which makes sense, you know, because they're going to have to go to Florida and play the Dolphins. And then the uh, the Bills, I believe they're in New York for that. I would like to say that let, I'm going to give the, the nod to the 49ers in week three, although I can easily see the Giants beating them. You know, you just don't know what to expect with whomever's leading that team at quarterback. I don't know who it's going to be, but I don't like any of them, to be honest with you. And, you know, I think they could beat the Seahawks at, at home. Dolphins are is, is is interesting. That's an interesting matchup. The Dolphins are money, and I, I like a lot. I like a lot of things about them. Can they can they split one of the games between the Dolphins and the Bills, or is that going to be double loss? Which I hate losing to back me, to back. Yeah, I mean, if I'm if I'm making a bet here, I know that Wink is is going out of his way to say, hey, we're going to stop the run, we're going to stop the run, we're going to stop the run. I actually kind of like their chances against a lot of these teams, but I will have them lose to the like the Niners offense style because that had they have not been good against that. So I think they lose to San Francisco. I think they lose to Miami. Mm -hmm. 
Well, come on, it's the Brian Dable revenge spot going back to Buffalo. <laughs> oh, that, I love that spot for the Giants, dude. If they were to beat the Bills, that should be that should shut a lot of people up. I got to be honest with you, you know, because they're getting a lot of hate right now on this schedule. Schedule doesn't look that easy. I think they could beat the Commanders in Week Seven, but they do have Aaron Rodgers in Week Eight at home, which is nice because you know both teams are at home. But yeah. I don't know. I, I like it. I like. I think they're going to beat the Jets, but this is something that you just you flip of a coin. To be honest with you, I don't know. You know, if, if Saquon's playing football, I think we've got the edge. I don't know. A couple things to note. Uh, again, like it, it looks bad on the surface, but when you dig in and you're like, wow, the Niners are coming off a rivalry game against the Rams. Wow, the Dolphins are coming off a game against the Bills. Like there, there's reasons you can spin that like, this isn't going to be the worst start to the season. And hey, as a fan, how, when's the last time we had four primetime games in a season, let alone the first six weeks? I know. It should be the case, though. The Raiders, I think, is an easy win, a little revenge game for Darren Waller. That happens to be in. In Las Vegas. They're going to be on the road, though, so they'll head back to here, my hometown now, Dallas. That'll be a tough game, but honestly, like, you know, maybe I'm talking a lot of crap to my wife because she's a Cowboys fan, but <laughs> usually I don't talk to her for at least two weeks out of the year because of these games. I just can't deal with it. But I actually feel confident in playing the Cowboys this year, and I haven't been in the last few years, but this year I actually feel like the Giants have really put their pieces together. Management has done they have done a phenomenal job. They're not done. And I wouldn't it be great if they added a little bit more to it? Marcus Peters is out there still. That I heard the rumors. That could be a possibility. What's your take there? They need money. I think, I think it, you can start believing the smoke on the Giants bringing in a name brand when yeah. they re, when when Barkley the deal the either the Barkley deal gets done mm-hmm. or we see Andrew Thomas sign an extension one of these other kind of extension yeah. Xavier McKinney signs an extension right. something where you're you're doing you're freeing up that cash so you can go out and sign a vet okay I'm gonna split it Dallas you know Cowboys beat the the Giants in Dallas territory although who knows what's gonna happen there week 11 ladies and gentlemen they're gonna be hitting the commanders again New England Patriots, one's on the road, one's not. I don't really, I, I personally think the Giants are going to beat both of these teams in Week 11 and in Week 12. Um, I, I just I like everything about it. I love how the Patriots have to come to New York and play that game. Uh, and then they get their bye before they uh, play the Packers, which I think is another win. Yeah, and let's not forget new offensive coordinator for the Commanders, Eric Bieniemy, someone that Mike Kafka is very familiar with, having coached with him. So perhaps the Giants' defense will be prepared. In my mind, a three-game road stretch is always tough, but I tend to agree with you. I think I think they have the ability to beat Vegas and Washington and New England, and 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 probably you know just like a typical year, I'll be fine if they can go three and three in the division. And and, and but it does seem like they tend to have the Commanders' number. You fought, you finished the season up with the Saints game, uh, unfortunately in New Orleans. That could go either way. You know the Eagles. That's a tough one. They have to play the Eagles within like two weeks or so. I mean, it's just crazy. Uh, they play the Rams in Week 17. I, I love the idea that the New York Giants have to play their, the Eagles so late in the season because you figure whatever's going to happen with that, I think their future's already kind of set in stone. I mean, like, you know, they, they've already figured out if they're going to make it to the playoffs or not at that point. Hopefully, anyways. I don't understand how they why they do this. It's your point. They, they do not play the Eagles until Christmas Day. Yeah. 
and they they, they play their second game two weeks later in week 18, mm-hmm. which again could this be another meaningless type spot for, right. for one of the teams involved? Honestly, this is the part of the schedule where you can talk yourself into like, wow, okay. So if they can get through this, the beginning part, starting in week 12, they have a bye week and only two road games. Granted, they are back-to-back road games. One of them's Philly, which is not much of a trip. Um, so I, this is where you can say, wow, like if this team can collect enough wins early, they can get healthy, make a little a little late run here, and be in a similar position they were last year, even if they aren't quite the same squad. I'm very optimistic, I think, down the stretch. And, you know, obviously we'll, we'll see how the team is. But ha- having that week 13 bye is only something you're happy about if you think your team's going to be good. Because otherwise you're like, well, that's a long time to not have a bye week. Yeah, a couple more. Yeah, I agree. A couple more questions before I have to let you go. But um, are they? I heard that they probably will not sign an extension for Adoree Jackson and Leonard Williams. Now, a lot of these. I mean, these guys are getting a little older, right? I mean, what's what would be the reasoning behind this? So I think with Leonard Williams, the extension would be simply to kind of restructure his money and make the cap hit more doable. Okay. I think they're trying to avoid that. So they, I think Joe Shane is trying to approach the salary cap as like, we don't want to push much forward. We want to just let's, let's eat it if we can eat it this year. Because remember, Leonard Williams' cap hit this year is like 30-something million dollars. Wow. It, it was like a mortal lock that people thought it was going to get restructured. He even came out and said, like, hey, I'll do what it takes to stay on this team. I like playing for Wink. That being said, they haven't touched it yet, which probably a, probably a good sign of how healthy their cap situation is getting. Yeah. Um, that being said, I, I like Adoree Jackson, he gets hurt. Yeah, like I, I would be happier with like to me, big cat Leonard Williams is a guy that when him and Dex are on the field, you just can't, it's going to be hard to run on the giants. And so if he's willing to take something that's friendly for the team and, and, and an extension, let, let's do it. But I, I will say it doesn't seem like it's a priority for the front office, uh, which tells me maybe they're willing to move on from him. All right. Uh, one last thing. Come on, give it to me. What do you think? The numbers are going to be what? What are we going to end up with as far as our record is is concerned? Give it oh, a well, I, unpolished prediction from May. We'll say the Giants finish ten and seven, get a wild card spot. Still a wild card team, <laughs> as long as That's those fine. Eagles are there. I get it. I get it. I like it. Eight, hey, two years in a row playoffs. I'm all for that. You know. Um, wouldn't I like it? I don't want to wish any harm or bad luck to people. But, man, wouldn't it be great if the Eagles just aren't the same Eagles as they were last year after they signed all that money with Jalen Hurts? You just never know, man. You never know. Well, the last time they, they created a, quote, super team, uh, New York Giants won the Super Bowl. So. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, for all of our listeners around the country, follow Ryan Kramer and his great team there at the Sports Gambling Podcast all over social media. Appreciate it, man. We'll talk soon. Cheers. So who the hell am I? Who the hell am I to expect a savior? For Rob